Oliver motions back in the backfield. Blitz coming. Looking across the middle. Caught by Dembski for the touchdown. Zach had to pump it twice. Dembski had to dance around the goalpost. And the Bombers are in the end zone. What's your assessment of the, of the performance today? Uh, you know, obviously not good enough. Uh, you know, anytime you walk away with a loss, it hurts. Castillo, 43 of 47 on his converts this season. He lofts this one up, and it's wide to the right. So it's a miss, and McAllister will try to return it. Made the first man miss. 10, 15, 20. He's going for the two-point convert of his own if he can get it midfield. McAllister, he's gone. This will be a defensive two-point convert for the Ticats off the 120-yard return. That will make it 12-6 for the Ticats. For the second straight year, late season, heading into a bye week, the Bombers come to Hamilton and fall to the Ticats. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Here is 680 CJOB's Derek Taylor. Live from the pregame tailgate party zone at IG Field, you can feel the electricity in the air. Best versus best. MOP candidates going head-to-head. -head. The 12-1 Argos in town to take on the first place 10-4 Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Chad Kelly, MOP in the east. Zach Kolaris, MOP in the west. Battling head-to-head -head is what we would be saying. Except Toronto decided to leave a bunch of dudes at home for this game because they are done and dusted in the CFL's East Division. Derek Taylor, Doug Brown, Ed Tate with you. In the pregame show, we're in the Certainty Broadcast booth, professional-grade building materials, pro all the way. That chill in the air is what the Toronto Argonauts brought us by leaving their stars at home. 21 degrees currently at the airport. No breeze to speak of. Temperature will fall throughout the evening. No precipitation expected. It'll get down to 15, 14 degrees late in the game. So this is fantastic September football weather. We have a ton to talk about in this pregame show. Of course, we'll talk about the decision made by Ryan Dinwiddie and the Argos. We'll talk about a third straight sellout for the uh, Bombers this season. First time they've done that in a long time. Where are Willie Jefferson's sacks, and why haven't we seen them in a while? We'll get a breakdown of the Argos, the injury report, the film room, all our great specials. Plus, we're going to give you our hot takes with Cameron Poitras coming up a little later on. This was going to be the biggest regular season game so far. First in the West, first in the East. But we learned early this week that Chad Kelly, the, the Argos starting quarterback and East leading MOP candidate, would not play. He's here. He is on the depth chart as the third string player. And other guys are out. Uh, Jamal Peters, one of their star defensive backs. Uh, Winton McManus, who might be the best linebacker in the CFL. And Sean Oakman, their defensive tackle, is on the one-game injured list as a healthy scratch. And Doug Brown, your reaction to it is? Well, I hate it. Um, it's, uh, it's unprecedented for a, a first-year starter in Chad Kelly with almost a third of the football regular season remaining uh, to be just not available for this game. Uh, Ryan Dimwood is essentially cherry-picking his opponents down the stretch either as a confidence thing for his team, uh, either as a way to avoid certain uh, demoralizing defeat. I, I don't know his rationale for it. Everyone, we can talk to, we're blue in the face about rest, 
versus rust, okay? But when you got five games left, almost a third of the football season, the regular season, and, uh, you know, this barn is sold out largely because it's the first rematch of the previous year's Grey Cup, and you have the two two of the best teams in both divisions finally squaring off, and then you pull the chute and you pull the plug on it. It's uh, I'll tell you this. The one thing people aren't recognizing with this is the head coach is your leader of your football team, and he's essentially telling you, he's told the media that, yeah, he has concerns about his football team's um, competitiveness in this game due to the defensive line, due to the crowd noise, so on and so forth. And that's a message that resonates with players in a football. I can't imagine playing for a coach, whether he believes that or not. The fact he said that publicly is uh, it's it's mind blowing. It's abs which games he wants to play his team. Because guess what? Chad Kelly's not sitting out all five games before playoffs. He's going to be playing in some, probably the ones that, that Ryan feels warm and, and uh, toasty and cozy about that they have the best chance of winning. Just so people don't think that uh, Doug is exaggerating, this from Ted Wyman on Twitter. Asked Argos coach Ryan Dinamini why he chose this game against the Bombers specifically to sit out Chad Kelly. Quote, the crowd noise and their defensive line. Ed Tate. Well, there's so much. There's so much to bite off there, and, and Doug's got off got off to a real good start here with his opening remarks. And, there's you know, I'm not going to argue at all with Doug. I mean, there's obviously there's some credence to the decision right they've earned the right to do this he is cherry picking what game you know it's odd because i look at their schedule they're here tonight they're home to edmonton that's their 150th celebration game next week so that makes sense that you'd like to have chad kelly in that game then home to ottawa at saskatchewan and then at ottawa if you're going to replicate playoff conditions this is the best game Get your quarterback used to playing in front of a full crowd, an enemy crowd, where you're going to have to practice uh, silent count and all that, and silent calls and all that stuff. Get him ready. This is the best game to get him playoff ready. And instead, he's going to skip this one, and then there's one, four more games after this where maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. I don't know how this sharpens anything uh, for, for the playoffs. On the other hand, I'll just take a step back. We can say that this is impacting the storylines, and it is. But if you're the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and they want to uh, trot out Cameron Dukes at quarterback, bring it on. They're in a fight for first place. They've lost two of their last three. Bring it on. Try to grab the win and go into BC next week to grab first place. So they can't control the depth chart. Just bring it on. I even think it's detrimental to the development of Chad Kelly. You're a first-year starter in the CFL. You need as many live reps as you can get against the best teams in this league in the regular season. So you're not surprised by what happens in the postseason. He is exactly, what, one drive in the fourth quarter of experience against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And uh, very possible he's going to end up playing them, you know, potentially in in a game in the playoffs and that'll be his first time ryan's talking about oh we don't want to give the bombers a a look of what it's like to play chad kelly well guess what it's a lot easier to play nose tackle against a quarterback than it is for a quarterback to play against 12 guys on one of the best defenses in the cfl well it's just asinine his his explanation the other thing that's interesting and you talked about the their the overall approach and the message this sends 
I've heard it suggested this week, too, that they're going to be very vanilla on offense, that they're not going to show anything. Well, what's going on here, then? Is this a preseason game? Or what are you sa- saving it for? Like, you you know, they are 12-1. and one. I bet you everybody what are they, in Argo what are they afraid of? Do they want to go 13-1, and one, don't you? Like, doesn't everybody on that team want to go 13-1 and one tonight? And you take a – I understand rest and getting guys healthy, but there's just so much highway yet to go between here and the playoffs that uh, – I think I would be all hands on deck for this one and take my breather later in the schedule. What they're afraid of would be the next time you face the Bombers would only be in the Grey Cup. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid of anything, that's the only thing I can think of. And, you know, you look for comparables, right, in other situations. You look at 2007, uh, look at the New England Patriots that went 16-0 and in the regular season. And by 14-0, and they had accomplished everything they could in the National Football League. And did Bill Belichick sit Tom Brady down for a single snap in those two remaining games? Absolutely not. Uh, you know, exponentially more valuable player than Chad Kelly will ever be, and yet, you know, with way more at stake. And it's 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 incomprehensible to me the path that they chose to take with, with a healthy starting quarterback who's only a first year starter. Uh, he's I think he's a very good quarterback. I think he's got a, a bright future, but to duck out of of a of a game against an opponent something that is so hyped and so uh supposedly going to be so competitive um it's just so it's unbelievable is this different than because he's a first year starter does that make it different than when winnipeg opted to rest guys last year let me let me just preface this with that 22 and 23 the bombers clinched well in advance right in 22 the third last game there were no changes to the roster the second last game was at BC. Yep. The Bombers left a lot of guys at home. The final game at home, they left a couple guys off the roster. Some guys played half the game. They rested with three games clear. They played a full squad in that thir- in that third last game. 2021, a uh, bunch of guys were out. And they had two games in which they were mm-hmm. they were clinched, and they rested guys over the course of two games. I could not find an example in the CFL of a team clinching with six games to go. It's crazy. Uh, last week they rested Olette. This week it's Kelly. It's uh, almost certainly Oakman. McManus and Peters are hurt, but who knows to what extent would they have played if this mattered to them. So I just wanted to preface this with the Bombers have rested players, but they've chose to do it in the last road game, right? Whereas the, uh, the Argos, they have a road game at Sask, two weeks the second last week of the season which would be the perfect rest game and i don't think any of us would be crabbing about that one yeah but they think they can win that game easier so they'll you know they'll probably play like it's just i've never seen this kind of decorum this kind of strategic uh positioning and and uh withdrawal of of your roster list i mean ryan's ryan's a young quarterback and he's got a young uh, uh sorry he's a young head coach and he's got a young quarterback uh in his stable there and uh you know chad kelly his contract look like looks like he's a tenured vet and uh some of his accomplishments look like he's a tenured vet but he's not a tenured vet right and uh he's played very well this season but i i think they're going to come to rue this and regret the fact that they didn't get this seasoning against uh, another high caliber opponent in, in the regular season and ryan like you said unless he's telling his team something completely contradictory to what he's telling the press yep. i do not want to play for a head coach that is essentially going out there and saying that we're concerned about certain factors or elements of a team 
that we're playing, so we're going to make certain considerations to not expose guys. That part, keep it, keep that in house. Well, right? there, yeah. there are things that I refer to as must lie situations. You have you have to lie <laughs> in this situation, to right? To me, uh, I'm with you that this is a must lie situation. Chad's a little little dinged up, and we want to give him a week off because our bye weeks were so heavily plopped in the first half of the That's season. A great answer. We wanted to give him a week off. That would. When, when I saw that quote, I could not believe that you're essentially saying that we're scared of the Bombers' defense. You're a head coach. This is your, you're speaking on behalf of your team. I remember I've, I've been uh, told from so many coaches that, until I've been blue in the face that, hey, a lot of time you say I when you're talking, okay? You don't speak for the team. The head coach speaks for the team, and that's what the head coach said about his team. Uh, leading up to this game and why their starting quarterback is not playing why did you choose to sit out chad kelly ryan did what he said quote the crowd noise and their defensive line i'll tell you what if i'm the defensive line for edmonton ottawa or sask right. i'm i'm pinning that up on our mil- in our message room next week for those those games coming hey, ryan up. you're not worried about us yeah and just smash chad kelly. yeah, yeah. It just makes, if there's a Grey Cup rematch, if both these teams are back in the Grey Cup, it just got so much hotter because no Ryan Demi. Uh One thing I want to point out that if you played home and home against every team in the Canadian Football League. Oh boy, big one. We would have this matchup. We would have had this matchup. There were so many examples. We'll talk about them later in the pregame show. But if you're home and home against every team, plus two games in your division, that's 18 games, and we might not have to deal with hey, we don't get the two MOP candidates going head-to-head. Oh, we don't get Andrew Harris playing for the Argos back here in Winnipeg. To me, some of this comes on the CFL as well for however it's been scheduling the last two years. But, uh, yes, a choice by the Argos and Ryan Dinwiddie. At DT on OB on Twitter, the Argos not playing Kelly in tonight's game versus the Bombers is safe, embarrassing, smart, or chicken? Poop. Yeah, I, I'm somewhere between smart and chicken, and I'm gonna need some. Uh, I'm gonna need some people to uh, to help me along. I wonder what that is. Somewhere between <laughs> smart, smart and chicken. What would that be? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but if you got an answer for it, at DT on OB, and you can reach it on the text line at 204-780-6868. Don't forget today's game brought to you by PlayNow.com. Bet on blue on the other side. We'll do a little fantasy preview. Plus, we have some special guests in the crowd for in tonight's sold-out football game. It's Princess Autumn Blue Bummer Football on 680 CJOB. Our customers tell us, I just don't have the room to store my turkey or ham. But if I don't buy it now, how do I get the size I need? Munther Zeed, Food Fair. We are here to make the holiday season easier for you. You can come in, order the size of fresh turkey, ham, or roast you want, and we'll have it ready for you on the day that you need it. This way, you're guaranteed to get what you want. You just can't get that kind of service anywhere else. Pre-order any size fresh ham, turkey, or any meat item today. And don't pick it up until you need it. Food Fair, with five neighborhood family-owned locations. Hi, I'm Signe Hansen, and I am a monthly donor to the Health Science Center Foundation's Operation Excellence Campaign. With your support, HSC will acquire the latest equipment and develop the best workplaces possible. Through Operation Excellence, we will attract and retain leading surgeons and other healthcare professionals. This campaign is vital for the future of healthcare. To learn more and to donate, please visit operationexcellence.ca. 
This September, kids eat free at Boston Pizza. That's right, kids get an entree, dessert, drink, and activity pack for free. And kids love eating Boston Pizza. And parents love that kids love eating Boston Pizza because they save money. And kids love that parents love that kids love eating Boston Pizza because they get to go to Boston Pizza more often. And parents love that kids love that parents love that, well, you get the idea. Kids eat free with minimum purchase all September long at Boston Pizza. Dining only, conditions apply. Hurry in. Club Region Casino Event Center presents winner of America's Got Talent, Terry Fader, November 19th. Tickets on sale now at casinosofwinnipeg.com and ticketmaster.ca. As the leaves fall, so do the prices at Ron Paul Garden Center. Save up to 50% on trees, shrubs, evergreens, and perennials during the Ron Paul Garden Center Great Fall Sale. They've got it all on sale. 2641 St. Mary's Road. We've got a crash eastbound on Regent at Rougeau that's currently blocking the curb lane. It's stacking some traffic up in that area. Again, that's eastbound Regent at Rougeau. Avoid the curb lane where we've got a collision. Also seeing delays eastbound Nairn towards Pennant. Just heavy traffic in that area. Still seeing slow traffic through construction westbound on Portage towards St. James Street. Southbound Keniston. Also slow going as you make your way towards McGilvery. And we're seeing delays westbound on the south perimeter towards St. Mary's Road. Tonight's Lotomax jackpot is an estimated $30 million. Dream to the max with an estimated $30 million with Lotomax. Must be legal age. That's 680 CJOB traffic. I'm weather specialist Easton Ham with a check on your forecast. Tonight, temperatures cooling down to 9 degrees, but a breezy day on Saturday for National Truth and Reconciliation Day, a high of 23, though not too bad. Sunday and Monday, however, those chance of thunder showers, a high of 25 on Sunday, 19 on Monday. Pretty uh, nice lows there, 15 and 16 on those two days. And then that rain continues Tuesday and Wednesday, High of 18 on Tuesday and 13 degrees on Wednesday. Still near that normal high of 15. Currently 21 degrees at 680 CJOB. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Start. Toronto Argonauts starting QB Chad Kelly not playing on Friday. But isn't it good? Like, doesn't that help us? Isn't, on the other hand, what we want is a win, and our easier way to a win would be without him playing? Why do you have to bring perspective on <laughs> cool, collected I mean, thought that, to this discussion, like, Loretta? Like, yeah, everyone likes to see stars, and you want to have the best product on the field. I get that, but we also, if we're in such a dogfight... Don't we want to take this? The Start with Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 680 CJOB. We continue live from the pregame tailgate party zone at IG Field. Bombers and Argos coming up about an hour and 45 minutes from now. The pregame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center. Tackle all your at-home projects with Olympic Building Center. Third sellout for the Bombers this season. First time since 2013 that they've sold out three games. And part of that is because uh, the Bombers got some friends together. And then Mike Pyle sent out how many airplanes? Like many. To get 1,200 people here 
many airplanes. Yeah, we've been bringing in kids from uh, largely Manitoba, Nunavut, Northwestern Ontario, but we've got people as far away from BC, and the winner is from Goose Bay in Newfoundland. So we've been bringing them all over. We don't have enough of our own planes here, so one of our sister companies out in Newfoundland, Pal Aerospace, has brought in some of theirs to help us move everybody. Very cool. Mike, uh, Mike Pyle is the chair of the board of directors of the Winnipeg Football Club, and uh, 1,200 folks brought in for this game once again. This, of course, is, is the game the day before uh, the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. So you got the orange jersey. Ed Tate looks super sexy in the orange hoodie, <laughs> and, and we're all ce- uh, celebrating this, and, and this is just a- an extension of the club's commitment to it. Yeah. Um, back a number of years ago, Wade and I, in my day job, I run EIC, which runs the Northern Airlines in Manitoba. And uh, we started bringing in, as a means to deal with hopelessness and suicides in the community, one community a game uh, on on the planes. And we'd give them the full deal. The bombers would bring Buzz and Boomer to the airport. We'd feed them, put them in a hotel and take them home. Well, COVID wrecked that on us. And Wade, Wade one day just after a board meeting, he says, Mike, you got to app up your game. We had to figure out something. I said, yeah, you know what we do? We'll bring in a 1,000 people for the Truth and Reconciliation game. And without thinking that we only move 900 people a day. So uh, we it was a lot of work for my folks to figure out how we were going to do this. And we've done it for a couple of years. Um, we in the discussion, Wade and I came up with the idea of wearing orange jerseys in warm-up. We actually tried to convince the CFL to let us wear them in the game. But they said, no, nah, the BC Lions might not like that. But one of the things that I love the most about this is Winnipeg was the first pro team anywhere in the world to do a land acknowledgement uh, about where our stadium sits. Yeah, We are the first ones to re- do reconciliation. And now this is being recognized league-wide this week by the CFL. These orange jerseys have spread through the league. Each team is doing their own separate take on this. And the CFL is on the cutting edge of doing what's right because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I, it excites me so much that something we started in Winnipeg is now countrywide. Uh, Ed's got the logo uh, that I I believe debuted last year. It was the first time I yep. saw it. It's fantastic. The BC Lions and uh, at least five other teams, uh, including the Bombers, uh, have have special logos designed by Indigenous artists. And, oh, it, it's it's a real nice take on Canadian football. It's, it's beautifully... Uh, beautifully done why why is it important i think it's super important we're we touch the first nations a lot because of our business into the north and you see some of the challenges the people have up there and my daughter and i go to football time we go cfl games the odd nfl game and it's just something you do and in the communities these kids have never left you live in shabadwa there's a really good chance whoever's here from the various communities has never left their community so when you see these kids and their chaperones their eyes are this big it's a chance to see something outside of their world to say hey there's something to go for there's something to be excited about and so when we were able to team that up with reconciliation because reconciliation tends to be thought of as very political you hear it in the campaign trails. You see it on the news. But you don't really see it with Joe Sports Fan. Well, when we've got 1,200 kids in flaming orange bombers hoodies in the end zone, TSN's going to have to talk about it. And we get exposure of something as Canadians we need to deal with. Um, 
at the same time as giving a kid a dream vacation. And so for us, it's win-win. Yeah. Uh, the team, they'll be wearing the orange jerseys in the warm-ups today, as I understand it, and every one of those up for grabs if folks want if folks want a piece of them. They want the Zach Kalaros orange. They want the uh, Brady Oliveira, the year he won MOP orange. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying it could be a thing. How do I get the Ed Tate hoodie? Is there, is there a... They're available in the bomber store. What, si- what size is that, Ed? This is a large. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, maybe. But you'll have to get a double. Cut the sleeves off. There you go. (laughs) That's fantastic. They'll get you the Hall of Fame discount in the store. That would be uh, that would be all right. So, uh, what's the number? Is it a thousand? Is it twelve hundred? What? That's a lot. The the promise was a thousand. It was a thousand last year. It's twelve hundred this year. We actually we got a call from the bombers. I knew the sellout was coming when when the people in the office said, "Look, we need the exact number two weeks ago." Because we're not going to have any left for you, so we took twelve hundred and we get and we were able to fill it all up. So, super exciting! That is fantastic, and yeah, a bunch of special uh, events in and around the game for the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation, uh, which is tomorrow. Uh, I love the orange look. If the Bombers can. Some people don't love the third jersey. If you're on the message boards, they don't love the third jersey. So maybe next year the third jersey is, in fact, orange. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. It could be. I, I've, I've heard a rumor, and I'm not authorized to speak on behalf of the CFL. Wade's but eight I, but, feet from you, so be careful. But I will. Um, <laughs> we're working on a jersey for next year across the league where we'll wear our normal colors but change the numbers and the, and the oh, names. Oh, that'd be cool. So you'll see Zach Caleros with, orange, with an orange eight instead of us doing orange warm-ups we'll wear them all through the game and now that's going to be a collector's edition because that's where we won our fourth great cup <laughs> i like the way you put that i like it a lot uh mike thank you appreciate you joining us in the, in the pregame thanks, show and thanks for uh making this happen this is this is fantastic what, I, what you I and the pre- club are doing i appreciate the chance to talk about it. it's a super important thing and Watch the kids tonight. It'll be almost as much fun as pounding the Argonauts. <laughs> there you go. Mike Pyle is the chair of the board of directors of the Winnipeg Back Football Club and a, and a big driving force behind what they're doing for the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation uh, tomorrow. Talking about pounding the Argos, you're going to go heavy in the Bombers in CFL Fantasy? Let's talk about that. I don't care what the cost is. Nick Dembski. Kalaus for Dembski. The five and a touchdown. Dylan Mitchell's going to get one on Winston Rose. Going deep for on Rose. Got to the 20 and he's going to walk into the end zone. You know what I've learned about CFL fantasy football is that it makes me hate players. Kamar Jordan, I don't know anything about him, but I hate him now. Over 900 teams in the CJLB Fantasy League. IDOB was first last week, having Reggie Bagleton as their captain. Sandwiches continues first overall. Doug Brown, number 165 in the Fantasy League. Uh, I'm down to 344th. So take this all with a grain of salt. My roster, a lot of bombers. Zach Kalaris, he is my captain at 13500 bucks. I went with Kenny Lawler as well. I keep working on the Reggie Bagleton because that's so cheap. Uh, Keon Hatcher, the BC Lions. Taquan Mizell had a monster game for the BC Lions. I hate picking running backs, so I, I went a little cheaper there. Devontae Williams of Ottawa has been looking good. And Calgary Stampeders defense at $6,000. What What is happening here as the president and CEO, Wade Miller, joins us? With it is. Happy birthday, Doug Brown! Hey! Wow, hey, thanks, man. 
I appreciate that. I thought I was going to say Big Bird or something on it, but, you know, <laughs> had not enough time. <laughs> Thank you, Wade. That Wait, is unexpected. It's a family show. I thought it could be something worse. Than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a, and you eat the first piece. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm the, your tester. The Bombers <laughs> taking care of our man, Doug Brown. This game falls exactly on your birthday. Uh, if you were my wife, I'd say it's your 38th birthday. But, there you uh, go. It is. It's available to you, uh, to folks on the Internet. Happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate that. You, yeah, you get, get your choice of uh, cake and hot, hot dogs. Hot dogs and cake. Perfect. What goes better with 10 hot dogs than, uh, than cake up here? So outstanding. Little Good blue, stuff. little blue icing as well. So uh, Kalaris Lawler, Bagleton Hatcher. Mazel and Devontae Williams of Ottawa, my running backs in Calgary's defense, is dirt cheap at six grand. So uh, that is where I went for this one. Ed Tate, I'm going to need your pick to click for the Bombers and Argos. I'm going to go off script. It's so easy to pick Dembski or Lawler or Schoen. I'm going to say Drew Olatarski tonight. I just have a hunch that uh, Drew's going to find the end zone and be busy in terms of, you know, maybe five catches. 80 yards and a score. I think those would be pretty good numbers on a night like tonight. I think those would be fantastic numbers. Doug Brown, what do you got for fantasy for this game? I have Zach Claris as my captain, just like you. I've got Brady Oliveira. I've got Kenny Lawler. I've got Dalton Schoen. So I went super heavy on uh, the Bombers, especially when I heard that the approach that the What about defense? Uh, defense, I got... Why not? What a big defense. Probably against, expensive. Yeah, so I can't afford them. I had to go with the Alouette defense, and I got Kadeem Carey, and then I got uh, Phil Pot from Montreal as well. Phil Pot's still a bargain pick yeah. uh, for this one. Uh, I think the Winnipeg defense would absolutely be a play against a rookie quarterback yeah. who may well throw some interceptions. Can you afford it price-wise would be the thing. Uh, if not, uh, no Jamal Peters in this game. I look across the field and go, who's the Bombers' X receiver? Kenny Lawler would be my uh, pick-to-click for this game that said i am 344th in the cgob fantasy league so again doug is 180 spots ahead of me uh anything any any point where we conflict i might go with uh, doug brown on that one the true north football podcast available now wherever you get your podcasts we went painstakingly through every example of a missed opportunity for the cfl this season in its scheduling like say not having the two teams in the Grey Cup play each other at full steam. Or how about not having Cody Fajardo go back to Saskatchewan to get roundly booed? How about Bo Levi Mitchell? Never played a game in Hamilton, or pardon me, back in Calgary this year with his new Hamilton Tiger Cats. Opportunities the NFL doesn't miss. The CFL missed them this season. We talk about that with Morley Scott, Dave McIver on the True North Football Podcast. Please subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. We would love to have you join us for our course football podcast the head coach is up next plus where are willie jefferson sacks this princess auto blue bomber football. where are my hot dogs 680 cjob on october 3rd the manitoba chambers of commerce wants you to vote for prosperity we believe the path to achieving greater prosperity is by growing the economy vote prosperity provides a roadmap for manitoba to strengthen its economic competitiveness and instill confidence in business attract and retain talent facilitate trade and reduce barriers and build strong resilient and healthy communities one province four pillars our manitoba advantage visit voteprosperity.ca authorized by the manitoba chambers of commerce 
High Tech Energy Windows, Tracy speaking. Oh, hi, uh, Victor here from Scotland. I need new windows and I want only the best. I hear your Supercore windows take the cake. Take the cake? Aye, they just might be the best window the world's ever known. But we don't ship to Scotland. Oh, lassie, that's all right. I just moved to Winnipeg. <laughs> okay, Victor. Come see us at 1530 Aaron Street and call us anytime at 783-9945. Growing up on a dairy farm taught me to take good care of the land so that the land can take good care of us. So on my farm, we're always looking for new and improved ways to do things. Because we don't just farm for today, we also farm for tomorrow. You see, dairy farming is all about preserving the land, water, and air for future generations. And that's why everything we do is all from a good place. appliance.ca Well, we had a collision eastbound region at Rougeau. It looks like that has cleared up and traffic is moving along better in that area, though we are still seeing the lineups out there. We've had very slow traffic over on Keniston, especially if you're heading southbound towards Lindenwood and the McGilvery area. Expect to still see some delays over there. Southbound Osborne towards Jubilee continues to be slow. And we're also seeing delays southbound Pemina towards Stafford and that construction. Get 20 times the points today at Shoppers Drug Mart when you load your offers with the PC Optimum app. Restrictions apply. See digital coupon for details. That's 680 CJOB traffic. I'm weather specialist Easton Ham with a check on your forecast. Tonight, temperatures are going to be cooling down to 9 degrees. Saturday, though... Truth from Reconciliation Day, a nice day, 23 degrees. But the rest of the week, if you want to get outside, take a walk, you might need that raincoat or bring an umbrella. Sunday and Monday, those chance of thunder showers. And that continues throughout the rest of the week, Tuesday and Wednesday as well. So uh, just keep that in mind if you plan on going outside. Tuesday's high, 18 degrees, and Wednesday, 13. Currently 21 degrees at 680 CJOB. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. A big number for this game is seven. It's been seven full games without a sack for defensive end Willie Jefferson. That's his longest dry spell since his rookie season all the way back in 2014. Despite the seven games, Jefferson remains number six in the league in sacks and first in past knockdowns. So honestly, it's still been a fine season, but as you'll hear later on, it's not good enough for Willie himself. Who's in, who's out, and what should we expect from the Bombers in this game? The man with the answers is the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Mike, game day today, and Toronto doesn't have Chad Kelly or Wynton McManus and Jamal Peters and Sean Oakman, some of them by their own choice. Is that a, any kind of consequence to you or any big deal for you? No, I mean, we, we've talked about this for, I guess, damn near a decade. We, we get a guy who steps in and plays, and you expect him to help you win football games. Every guy that's going to play for 
Toronto in this game believes they're going to help their team win a football game, right? So they're getting their opportunities, and they're going to try to do their best to make good with that opportunity. As much as Doug Brown just hated it 30 minutes ago in the pregame show, you've adamantly been, Toronto's earned the right to do whatever they want with their roster. Yeah, you can't change my mind about that. You know, I think what's interesting is if Doug was in Ryan Dinwiddie's seat, he may have a different opinion too. Uh, Cameron Dukes will start at quarterback. There's not a ton of CFL film on Cameron Dukes. Do you take anything from previous matchups against uh, Dustin Crum, Taylor Powell, Jake Dolegala, guys for whom there wasn't a bunch of CFL film for those guys? Yeah, I, I don't know if you're actually going back and looking at that stuff, but the, you know, if there if there had to be any changes that you know to be made from those previous outcomes or experiences, you know, they've already been made. For your own roster, T. Edric Hansen is back. Jackson Jeffcoat is back, adding some extra bodies, at least on the defensive line. Seven, eight, if you count Damian Jackson. Is it a big deal to have that many more available within the context of a game and getting after a passer? Yeah, rushing the passer is, has a lot to do with you know how much energy you can have. I think gone are the days where you have the four same guys out there for an entire game. You know, you have to, you really have to rotate them. So with an extra couple guys in the rotation, it should should serve us well. We talked about this in a coach's show earlier in the week. Willie Jefferson has no sacks in seven games. Where do you feel he's at? That one stat stands out, but what's his performance been? Yeah, he, he performs well every single game. I mean, I, I think there's a bit of a tendency to discount pressure, right? And Willie is near the quarterback a lot. You know, if he's not near the quarterback, he's knocking passes down. <laughs> so I don't know that we really look at that stat of a sack you know obviously willie would like to finish more plays when he gets his hand on somebody but he's really getting his hand on a lot of guys sometimes from a pretty far away so as long as he keeps applying pressure uh the rest of the defense can can keep making their plays too nick dembski is on the verge of his first 1000 yard season i feel like for for nick it would feel pretty great if he does eventually get there is that a thought for him for you for zach for his buck no I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure he knows what his numbers are, and I'm sure it'll make him feel good uh, for a variety of reasons, not just the 1,000 yards, but the, the fact that he gave himself the opportunity to get that. Um, and, you know, make no mistake, we'll congratulate him, you know, but I'm sure he is okay with no catches, no yards, and winning also. We've talked about it a bunch this week, third straight, third seller for the team this season. What's the feeling being down there when the crowd is just... 33,000 are just at full throat as they will be for best versus in the East from best versus the West tonight. Yeah, it's, it's, they do such a great job. Um, I've said before, I'll say it again, uh, just so proud to be associated with them. It's, I think the players understand this too. How they verbalize it would be probably different, but um, it's really an honor to be in front of such a, a passionate, intelligent fan base. One final one, uh, Andrew Harris coming back with the Argos. Won't, won't play, but what are your memories of working with Andrew, his, his legacy to the Bombers? Yeah, he's one of the best that's ever played in the CFL. I mean, that's, I don't know that you need to say much more than that. Hear more from Mike O'Shea on the Coaches Show, a special day of Tuesday this week from 7 to 8 on 680 CJOB. It is 5.42, so we are about an hour and 25 minutes away from kickoff. It's the Bombers and Argos. And today's game is brought to you by PlayNow.com, Bet on Manitoba. We talked about it there with the head coach, Mike O'Shea, the Willie Jefferson, no sacks in the last seven games. I asked Willie about that this week. Does he know about that stat? Does it bother him? 
Hell yeah, I know about it. And, I, and it sticks with me a week in and week out. Like, just trying to do my best to get to the quarterback. And it's like, I've been getting there. It's just haven't been able to finish. And it really pisses me off that, you know, that I haven't been able to finish in seven games. Like, I've had opportunities after opportunity after opportunity to get back there and do it. It's just not finishing, things like that. And I hear it, you know what I'm saying, after the games from, you know what I'm saying, myself, my, my people that I talk to back at home, friends and family, like, and stuff like that. And then coming in, watching the film, whether it be a win or a loss, just hearing it from, you know, my guys and then hearing it from the coaches and stuff like that. Really just been letting myself down for the most part, you know, been doing my best to, you know, try to stay up, up, upbeat and stuff about it. But, you know, I've really been beating myself up about it. Like, I really need to get back there and finish. The Hamilton game, you had two hands on Powell and he sneaked away because he seems like he's an elusive cat. What, what's the feeling for you in that moment? I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had him beat the, uh, the pass block and stuff like that, got back there. Had my opportunity to, to wrap him up and get him down. Just couldn't take him down. So, are you able to identify a cause to it, or is it just things go like this in stretches? Nah, I I, I, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, like I don't know what it is. Like I just I just need to, I guess, grab a little bit, grab a little bit stronger, wrap up a little bit tighter. You know what I'm saying? Throw my weight around a little bit more get a little bit closer and stop leaving my feet to like make the tackle and stuff like that just bring my feet with my bring my feet with me there's a couple of things like i could i could i could nitpick the film you know and the sack and the sacks and stuff like that all day just like the ones especially the ones i missed because i've missed a lot it's willie jefferson he'd had two hands on taylor powell last week and powell uh got away no sacks in the last seven games in that time four tackles four pass knockdowns one tackle for a loss and as we heard there ed tate he was i didn't even have to tell him this that he was very aware well very aware and very honest and i appreciate that because there's often when you you know when we interview guys though there's extenuating circumstances or they'll say well you know this or that for him to be that honest is uh, pretty telling about how much he's owning it himself too and you know coach o'shea gave some really good answers about the other things that willie does in terms of past knockdowns and impacting plays he talked about his wingspan yesterday in his press conference and how that can affect throwing lanes but for Willie to be that honest again about his slump uh, says something and uh, it also sounds to me like uh, this is a guy that's licking his chops tonight at seeing Cameron Dukes back there and as an opportunity to get out of this slump it would be it would be very good the Bombers seven defensive linemen on their roster at least nominally and eighth if you count in Damian Jackson Doug this is what you've been calling for since I think game number one is have more bodies in that defensive end rotation can that help Willie get back in the uh, oh, sack sure. column uh, I think Jackson Jeffcoat being back and Theodric Hansen being back in that rotation will totally open things up for him tonight uh, a neophyte quarterback back there as well it could be uh, just the ingredients the recipe needed for uh, Willie Jefferson to get back on track but you know, you watch him. It's not an ability thing. It's not. It's just, uh, you know, all players go through streaks or slumps where it just doesn't fall into place. And it's nothing we've observed or, or noticed in terms of, you know, him losing a step or a lack of explosion or anything like that. He's been, he's his old self. Uh, the, the stats just haven't been, uh, haven't been there for him. Willie still uh, sixth in the league in sacks with eight, number one in pass knockdowns. But uh, he had the hot start. Matthew Betts had the hot start as well. Both those guys have cooled off dramatically. To your point of 
it goes in spurts, right? Yeah. So comes uh, in waves. Yeah, and it goes as well. Will there be three sacks tonight for Willie Jefferson? And he'll be on the post game show. Is going hell yeah! I knew there'd be three <laughs> sacks tonight. Uh, who knows? But uh, just know that uh, Willie does. To Coach O'Shea's point, uh, affects games even if he's not getting the quarterback sacks that we all want so dearly. At DT on OB on Twitter is the place to go for the poll question. The Argos not playing Chad Kelly in tonight's game versus the Bombers is blank. 41% of you say smart. 25% of you say chicken. 23% said safe. Only 10% with embarrassing. What do you believe about uh, the Argos not bringing Chad Kelly or not suiting him up for this game against the Bombers? Were you afraid that Willie was going to pop his head off uh, Mortal Kombat style? And that was the, I don't even know. Uh, Ryan Dinwiddie making a controversial decision in advance of this one. It's 547. Aaron Karolnik of TSN 1050 joins us in the other guys to tell us about the Argos, plus a little bit on Andrew Harris's return to Winnipeg. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. Looking for an outdoor lighting solution for your deck and landscape? Look no further than Windeck. Hi, I'm Mel Duick. Windeck is a premier dealer for in-light outdoor lighting, a lighting system that can be installed by anyone who can plug in a toaster, control your lights with Bluetooth phone application, and get lit with in-light. Enjoy your backyard investment well into the night. Don't let the sun end your fun. For more information on in-light, come visit our showroom, 937 Redonda Street, and see what fixtures fit you. Windeck. Do it once. Do it right. Don't just picture your dream home, actually walk through it at Olympic Homes. Our show home village lets you wander through and see, touch, and experience what your ready-to-move home can be like. With so many customizable options to choose from, actually seeing them will inspire you, as will the new models of homes we're working on. Take a walk through your dream home, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday to Friday, Saturdays 9 till 3 in the show home village at Olympic Homes. The biggest family adventure of the season is getting even bigger. Whoa. It's a maze in corn amusement farm. Get lost in the corn maze. There's a petting zoo. Pony rides. The great pumpkin barn. I've never seen so many pumpkins. And a frightening amount of fun is lurking right around the corner because the haunted forest opens this Saturday. At Amazing Corn Amusement Farm. Monster Bingo is back at Club Region Casino and McPhillips Station Casino on November 4th. Guaranteed $75,000 in must-go prizes. Tickets on sale now. Limited quantities available. For more information, visit casinosofwinnipeg.com. 18 plus. Enjoy responsibly. As the leaves fall, so do the prices at Ron Paul Garden Center. Save up to 50% on trees, shrubs, evergreens, and perennials during the Ron Paul Garden Center Great Fall Sale. They've got it all on sale. 2641 St. Mary's Road. Doesn't look like we've got any crashes with our drive at the moment that we're spotting. Still seeing big delays westbound on the south perimeter towards St. Mary's Road. Also slow going in the downtown eastbound Broadway slow due to construction. We will have a new closure in effect starting right at 6 p.m. tonight. East and westbound Grant is going to be shut down for the weekend between Renfrew and Lindsay Street. So it'll be closed all weekend long until Sunday at 8 p.m. for construction. Again, that's Grant that will be closed. Get 20 times the points today at Shoppers Drug Mart when you load your offers with the PC Optimum app. Restrictions apply. See digital coupon for details. That's 680 CJOB traffic. 
I'm weather specialist Easton Ham with a check on your forecast. Tonight, temperatures cooling down to 9 degrees, but a breezy day on Saturday for National Truth and Reconciliation Day, a high of 23, though not too bad. Sunday and Monday, however, those chance of thunder showers, a high of 25 on Sunday, 19 on Monday. Pretty uh, nice lows there, 15 and 16 on those two days. And then that rain continues Tuesday and Wednesday, high of 18 on Tuesday and 13 degrees on Wednesday, still near that normal high of 15. Currently 21 degrees at 680 CJOB. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Hey, Bomber fans, I'm Marissa Turton. Did you know a pair of Winnipeggers could soon make history? Local boys Brady Oliveira and Nick Dembski could be the first Canadians on the same team to each hit the 1,000-yard mark for rushing and receiving, respectively. Oliveira has already cracked the 1,000 mark in rushing yards for the second consecutive season, and Dembski at 931 receiving yards could match that today. He's averaging about 67 yards per game heading into Week 17. No other Canadian receiver on the Bombers has reached that mark since 1995, and only three Canadian running backs in Winnipeg's franchise, including Oliveira, have done the same. If Dembski does crack the threshold, it would be the first time two Nationals on the same team hit 1,000 yards receiving and rushing in one season, never mind two people from the same hometown and same high school. 5.52, it's the Bombers and Argos coming up a little after 7 o'clock, a little later in the pregame show. The keys to the game brought to you by CG Open Road Outlet, Power Sports, Campers, Boats, Premium Use Vehicles, and more. Visit openroadoutlet.ca. Let's talk about the other guys. You got your jokers, your ball busters, your vets, and the other guys. Standing in for the other guys this time is my good friend from TSN 1050 in Toronto, Aaron Karolnik, the biggest Argos fan I know. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm also the only Argos fan you know as well, Derek. Great to be on with you. What's going on tonight? Uh, well, we are lamenting that we don't get to see Chad Kelly here, but uh, you, you do some great gambling stuff for for TSN. Uh, this is a people who were smart in their in their gambling uh, coverage uh, are all over tonight's game, aren't they? Absolutely. And we, you and I, we talked earlier this week about the Toronto Argonauts being three-point underdogs in Winnipeg. And we did have a sneaking suspicion that maybe the Argos would rest some regulars. But I don't think anybody on earth anticipated not only Chad Kelly resting tonight, you also see Winston McManus, Jamal Peters, Sean Oakman, arguably three of the top four or five defenders for the Argonauts out as well. So, as you're well aware, this game is squarely on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Argos are handing it to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on a silver platter. It's on Winnipeg to go out and get it because there is no excuse for the Bombers not to win tonight. Yeah, this was a three-point spread, like you say, when it opened. It's now over seven, seven and a half on playnow.com, which is a titanic move uh, in the gambling world. I want to throw you our poll question, AK. The Argos not playing Kelly tonight. Is it safe? Is it smart? Is it embarrassing? Or is it chicken? What do you feel? <laughs> uh, can it be all of the above? But I think ultimately it depends on which side you're looking at this decision from. From the Toronto Argonauts, it makes all the sense in the world. Ryan Dinwiddie himself acknowledged the Winnipeg defense, the Winnipeg crowd played a factor in the decision to rest Chad Kelly. But this is a team that has nothing to play for other than keeping their players 
healthy ahead of the East Final, which is almost six weeks away. I think ultimately for the Toronto Argonauts, the franchise, they're going to get a good look at, at Cameron Dukes tonight, which I think is very important because we saw last year in the Grey Cup when the club Thompson got hurt, it was Chad Kelly who came in and saved the day for the Argos. Hopefully for Toronto this year, it's not Cameron Dukes coming in to save the day for Chad Kelly. But as we're all aware, it's football. It's a physical game. You never know what could happen with, with injuries. So for the Toronto Argonauts, I think it's really important to get a good look at Duke and see what he has. Well, you mentioned the guys that aren't playing, uh, partly injury, partly decision. But this is a team that already doesn't have Curly Gittins Jr. because of injury. There are This, this is a banged-up team in addition to the guys that they're sitting out tonight. Yeah, and Cam Phillips also out for the Argos. He's got a groin injury. This is a team that you guys are seeing in Winnipeg that is just decimated between injury, between the resting of players. And as I said before, there is no excuse for Winnipeg tonight. This is a must-win, and I would argue a game I would expect to be a significant disparity in score between the two teams. Frankly, I would be stunned if Winnipeg didn't blow the doors off of the Argos tonight. But then again, the Bombers are a team that has lost to Ottawa and Dustin Trump, that has lost to Taylor Powell and the Hamilton Ticats. So the onus is on Caleros and company to put this game away early. He's Aaron Karolik at TSN 1050. Nice enough to join us in the pregame show. What's the heat around the Argos in Toronto? 12-1, and the best record in the league. Uh, the only matchup they've had against another top team. They mauled the BC Lions. This was several weeks back. What, what kind of heat w is expected for next week, the 150th anniversary game? Yeah, it's going to be an awesome environment down at BMO Field. And I know that's something that is not customary. The, the attendance of the Toronto Argonauts obviously has been disparaged and rightfully so but i've been at the last couple games dp and it's starting to pick up the vibe around the argos is definitely on the ascent and i think that's a great thing for the city the argos back in the spotlight in toronto is something we haven't seen since the rocket ishmael days of the early 90s but i think this is a team on the up and up and rightfully so you mentioned 12 and 1 the highest scoring team in the canadian football this is a team that deserves a lot of love from the fans and i think they're getting it you mentioned the highest scoring team in the CFL, and we'll talk about this a bunch. The Bombers have the highest scoring offense, but the Argos have the highest scoring team because they get so many touchdowns from their defense, and they get four this season from Javon Leak, uh, best returner in the league. Yeah, I mean, it would be hard to argue. He's the modern-day Gizmo Williams these days. Javon Leak has been unstoppable for the Argos, and that's a big part of the attack. We know the offense is exceptional, led by Chad Kelly, arguably the CFL's most outstanding player. I think he and Caleros will battle for it down the stretch. The defense, a ton of takeaways. It's been a, it's been a blast to watch them. But Javon Leak, between the touchdown retur the return touchdowns and, of course, the field position uh, that is yeah, that comes along with it. I mean, Javon Leak's been a huge difference maker for the Argos. And when you have a guy like that, as you're well aware in the Canadian Football League, it makes a huge difference for all facets of your ball club. 15 yards per punt return for Leak this season, and that has been a leak in this Bomber special teams is their coverage of punts and kickoffs and such. So, uh, AK, I've been waiting six weeks for this game. I've been excited about it kind of every day for six weeks leading up to it. With the guys the Argos didn't bring and, and what was now, where are you at? Where where is your, What's your excitement level for tonight's action? Now, obviously, you'll be listening right here on OB, but... 
<laughs> well, I mean, as you and I, we talk, we've been talking about this game for weeks, CT, and it really is hard to conjure up much excitement for this game other than maybe Cameron Dukes is a guy that the Argonauts can rely on in case of injury to Chad Kelly, which, of course, is the worst-case situation, not only for the Argonauts, but really for the Canadian Football League. He's been such a revelation. But really, I think the Argos are kind of viewing this as a pseudo-bye week, and we know the schedule makers did not do any favors to Toronto with all those buys in the early part of the season. But as I said before, man, I mean, it's right there for Winnipeg. We know BC is has a pretty good matchup tonight, home against Saskatchewan. They're a big favorite. I would be stunned if Winnipeg didn't take care of business tonight. He's on Twitter at Aaron underscore Karolnik. If you want anything in the world of gambling in there on the Canadian Football League, you should absolutely follow him. And I, I have him on here every chance I can get. Because, brother, I enjoy talking to you. I love talking ball with you. And uh, I wish this was one where we could be making a wager between us, but it's <laughs> circumstances didn't work out. So uh, for the Grey Cup, let's do it. I think there's a pretty good chance that we will have Toronto and we will have Winnipeg in Hamilton come November. So we'll see you then, my man. I love it. He's Aaron Kurolnik, uh host of Get Up on uh, TSN 1050 in Toronto. Join us to talk about uh, the Argos. One Argo who will be here, won't play, is Bombers. Ed Tate, you're the writer. Con, legend, Keep going. Future of past superstar. Future Hall of Famer. Like Manitoba football icon at the very least, right? I think Canadian football icon, right? I mean, all the stuff he's done, one in BC, one as a junior player, uh, you know, one as an Argo, one as a Lion, one as a Blue Bomber. Uh, and, you know, this is his swan song. So it's too bad he's not in the lineup tonight, but he will be saluted by the club before the kickoff, um, you know, and hopefully people stand up and give him a standing ovation because I think he's earned it. I, I would absolutely hope so. We talked to Brady Oliveira, obviously a guy who is very familiar. Teammates with Andrew Harris, followed him when uh, Brady was a younger kid, asked him uh, on his thoughts on Andrew Harris being back here in town. I mean, Andrew is a big, obviously, part of this organization and getting them back to the, the top that this organization wanted to be at and winning Grey Cups. So... I was looking forward to it. I wanted him to, you know, be on the field. I was excited to, you know, go over there and, and see him and, you know, us, you know, battling together on the field. And, of course, you know, with this, you know, maybe being his last year would have been, you know, I think good for him just to come out here, play one last time where he ran for so many yards and, and did so many amazing things for this organization. Um, so, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, obviously, it would have been better if the schedule makers would ever maybe put this game earlier in the season and we would have saw that. But, uh yeah, regardless, I mean, huge props to Andrew, what he did for this organization. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to kind of do what he did and maybe continue to do more um, when this is all said and done. And, uh, and yeah, try and continue to win more Grey Cups for the city. When they inevitably put him on the Jumbotron, from massive standing ovation to savage booing, where do you think it goes? Massive standing ovation, for sure. Agreed. I mean, you, you, you got to, man. The guy did so much for this organization, so much for this city. He was a grinder. He was a workhorse. Um, and, yeah, that's, you know, I want to emulate my, you know, game of a guy like that. You know, he'll be remembered for, you know, what he did on the football field as being a grinder and a workhorse. It's Brady Oliveira talking about Andrew Harris back. I'm trying to suppress my rage here, guys, uh, and the cake is absolutely helping. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Harris left the Bombers two years ago. He'll retire never having played a game back in Winnipeg. Because criminal. the Bombers and Argos were scheduled only once in each of the two seasons that he's been away. 
But they got to play Hamilton so many times, and nobody cares about that. Four Ho times. Home and home against everybody, plus two in your division. Can, is everybody on board? Jerry, are you with us? Jerry is with us. Doug? That's the way it always was. Home and home plus two? Let's go even one step for further so we can avoid these kind of... Why don't we go to one division? Antiques! Oh, I'm a traditionalist. My dream. I've been a traditionalist for a long time, but let's go to one division, and then we can also avoid the debate about who the most outstanding Canadian is and at least have Brady and Nick Dembski on the ballot instead of only one guy can represent, come out of Winnipeg and then re represent maybe the West. Uh, let's get them both on the ballot. They're both deserved. They could be a top three Canadian. The top three to every position. We wouldn't have to go east-west. One division and Heisman-style voting. This sounds amazing to me. Line them up, line the three of them up. Give one of them a trophy. I, I am in favor of all of this. It is 6.03 or an hour and five minutes from kickoff. Hot takes coming up next. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. Recycle smart. No plastic bags in the cart. Plastic bags ruin your recycling efforts, increase costs, and end up in the landfill. Never put plastic bags, whether they're empty or full, into your recycling. Simply toss your recyclables loosely into your cart. If you collect your recyclables in a plastic bag, empty the contents into the cart. You can reuse your plastic bags or return them to a participating retailer. For more information, visit winnipeg.ca slash recycling or contact 311. The Alumacraft Fall Sales Event is here at Luke's Town Service. Choose from financing as low as 5.99% APR for 36 or 180 months, or save up to $2,700 cash back on select models. Don't be the one stuck fishing off the dock. Offer ends October 31st. Hurry in to find the Alumacraft for you at Luke's Town Service in Eli, Manitoba. Your weekend looks good. Offer valid on select new models, subject to exclusions, limitations of liabilities, and other terms and conditions. Full offer details available online at Alumacraft. This September, kids eat free at Boston Pizza. That's right, kids get an entree, dessert, drink, and activity pack for free. And kids love eating Boston Pizza. And parents love that kids love eating Boston Pizza because they save money. And kids love that parents love that kids love eating Boston Pizza because they get to go to Boston Pizza more often. And parents love that kids love that parents love that... Well, you get the idea. Kids eat free with minimum purchase all September long at Boston Pizza. Dine-in only, conditions apply. Hurry in! Prairie View Lakes in LaSalle, Manitoba is just 10 minutes from Winnipeg South and offers amazing deals for brand new single family homes in Prairie Place. With up to $20,000 in discounts and incentives, your dream home starts at $335,990, including land and net GST. Get more value for your money by purchasing larger lot sizes and more square footage while paying lower taxes in a safe bedroom community. Come see their show home or visit VenturaDevelopments.ca. Ventura Developments, building to a higher standard. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. This is a hell of a play. First and 10, Kalaros just tosses it to Rashid Bailey, a nice hole, 45. Oh, oh he hammered somebody at the 47-yard line. Rashid Bailey taking no prisoners en route to an 8-yard gain. That's what I love about Rashid Bailey. He does not play like your average typical receiver. He uh, initiated contact. It's funny, that guy came up to me after the game and was like, you ran me over. We've been working on that play for a while, and I had a good timing on it, and it opened up really, really good on that on that particular play. and. I could have cut back and probably could have got maybe a 40 to 50 yard game, but on that particular play, man, I was I was hungry for that one. So 
you know, anytime I get a chance to, you know, put my shoulder down and, and, and get a little nasty and get a little dirty, um, it's always good for the team. That was a nice job. Not a first down, but a, a good tone setter. That was a hell of a play. 6.06, an hour and two minutes to kick off here. The Bombers and Argos. Today's game brought to you by PlayNow.com. Bet on blue. The weather is spectacular. 21 degrees, minimal breeze. So this is beautiful conditions for the best team in the West and uh, the best team in the East. Select squad. I don't They selected a certain group of players that are going to play, and they're not afraid of the Bombers. So I don't I don't understand. Doug Brown had some hot takes earlier on. This is our official hot take segment as we'll welcome in Cameron Poitras. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Cameron Poitras, co-host of Jets at Noon, a man behind our morning sports run, joins us in every broadcast with his hot takes. Cam, welcome back, my friend. Hey, guys. Happy to be back here for some more hot takes at a sold-out IG field. Okay, I got three of them for you. This one is just for you, Derek, uh, and it, it's pretty hot. Nick Dembski poised to hit 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. He's 69 yards away from that mark. Uh, he's going to hit 1,000 tonight, and it's going to come on a corner route. Yes, yes, approved. I absolutely agree with this one. Dembski on the corner route. I like to half joke are, is the phrase I've said the most since I've taken over this job. Dembski on the corner route for a thousand yards approved. Doug Brown. Hard to argue with that. That's uh, something he likes to do and does very well. And uh, Zach Claris knows how to put that ball in for him. So very few people can cover that over the top. So he always gets that separation. And uh, Zach is uh, laser accurate with the placement. Let's do it. I agree. Approved, too. Let's do it this way, too. It'll be a touchdown, and it'll Ooh. be the Willie Mays-type over-the-shoulder catch. So I like this hot take, and I'm going to build on it a little bit and say touchdown, too, to get a 1,000. Taking it even Corner higher. Corner out, 1,000, Willie Mays to catch. The one thing might be going against the best dime defensive back in the league in a ah, Darius Pickett. Ah, details. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, Cam, we fully approve of hot take number one. What else you got? I really think this is going to be a, a tight game as I go to number two here. Um, it, it's not like the Bombers have been world killers against the younger, more inexperienced quarterbacks in the league this year. I mean, just look at the Red Hamilton, the Riders, Ottawa. Um, uh, this game could not be further from gimme status, and I think most Bomber fans know that. Uh, and despite no Chad Kelly, it's going to come down to the final drive, I believe, perhaps a final kick. Final drive and perhaps the final kick, Doug Brown. Absolutely not. This game should be over in the first quarter. So I, I fully expect the Bombers to live up to everything that Ryan was concerned about and then some. Crowd noise being a factor, defensive line. You know, I hope they hit Cameron Duke so hard that Chad Kelly feels it. So. <laughs> and take I, well, look, I'll be surprised if it's close. Um because of the, the guys that are sitting out. And I, I think, to Doug's point right off the top, I think this also, it consciously or not, sends a message to the rest of your team that we're this is a, a game that's okay to take a knee. And so uh, I think if Winnipeg gets out to a, a good start here, uh, that they could uh, keep the foot uh, down on the gas pedal and get it done. Look, 
The other thing is, and I keep saying this, Winnipeg's lost two of their last three. They're coming off a bye. There's a lot to That's play for. That's a huge for. game for them there's today. A hu- there's a lot to play for for Winnipeg. So I don't see this being close because the Argos are essentially maybe mentally taking a knee tonight. In addition to Chad Kelly uh, to Cameron Duke's drop, Wynn McManus might be their best defensive player. Jamal Peters might be their best defensive player. Uh, Sean Oakman is a force when he wants to be right. in an interior. That's three of probably their top five defensive players. I think Arimalade is a total stud, and Darius Pickett is going to be the CFL All-Star at dime. Uh, that's a ton to take off a of defense as well. It should not be close. And if the Bombers, this game's close, I think the Bombers need to, to look at themselves and go, how come we weren't sharper coming off a bye week? Good point. Number three, Camp Poitras. Okay, guys, one more. Um, I'll leave you with this. The league's two best defenses are duking it out. I think the Bombers are going to surrender about their exact average, the league low of 17.8 offensive points per game. I think only one of these teams is going to get into the tw- into the 20s in terms of points, and the one that does is going to win tonight. So that fo- that follows with his hot, hot take number two. Only one of these teams gets into the 20s, and that team will win. So Cam's firmly on the under. Uh, I I don't think Toronto gets to 20. If uh, To me, it, it's a race to 21. If Winnipeg gets to 21, they win the games. I, I just don't think with what we saw from Cameron Dukes, and it's been super limited what we've seen from Cameron Dukes. He threw 15 passes in a relief effort in that game against Calgary, and he, it, it wasn't good. If the Bombers get to 21, uh, they win. I, I don't know if I think the whole thing will be low scoring because there could be more to be had. Doug Brown. Yeah, I mean, uh, I fully expect the Bombers to be in the 30s or 40s. Uh, you know, I'm dreaming of another, you saying the word 50 again, but 50. Uh, I expect a big score uh, disparity and uh, a resounding win. First, uh, first of twenty wins is uh, his point. His point. Yeah, first of twenty wins. I think the, uh, that the Argos are going to struggle offensively, and I think when you take those people out of the Argos defense, that Winnipeg is going to put up a lot of points tonight. I uh, just the other factor here is that we've we've heard again this week that maybe the Argos go vanilla on offense, maybe they go vanilla on defense too. It seems to me that they're kind of treating this like a preseason game, so I could see Winnipeg putting up a ton of points. So neither of you guys are buying. They're 1-3 against quarterbacks they really haven't seen before, right? Dustin Crum, Trey Ford, Taylor Powell, and uh, Jake Dolagala. You're those, not buying into that. Those are all games without any juice, right? And they weren't at home, and they weren't, you know, this is now, uh, once you can get over the, the fury of the, the indignation of what Ryan Dimwitty did, it's all about the points to get the first being first in the Western Division, right? That's a bigger picture here for the Bombers. I mean, you want to talk about they perform so well in games that have their attention, and this one should have their attention. Great way to put it. In 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 spite of uh, everything surrounding it and the the depression of not going best on best, because everyone here that's why it's sold out because everyone here thinks best on best Winnipeg wins, especially at home, right? And uh, not having that opportunity doesn't matter the big picture is they need these points to be able to go into vancouver next week and and lock it up man that game gets even bigger uh bc also playing tonight if both those teams win essentially next week's game determines who finishes first in the west oh baby oh baby in 614 <laughs> manitoba bisons play calgary here on sunday congratulations to maya turner 
Last week became the first woman to play in a U Sports football game. She kicked a game-winning field goal. She was 5 for 5 on her kicks. Minnesota's finest getting her first crack of U Sports football and absolutely crushed it. She'll be back for game number two. Uh, and Maya was the darling of the Winnipeg national media this week, as you would expect for such a tremendous accomplishment. We wish her nothing but the best going forward. Uh, she's uh, talked kicking with our our friend Sergio Castillo. And uh, five for five. I I talked to Sergio this week, and I said, there was no point in my life where I could have kicked a 32-yard convert. So that Maya can do it, bring on. We want more. You know what's funny? I, I saw that on social media, and at the same time, my five-year-old daughter asked me if girls can play football and wow. i literally called her over to my phone and i showed her i showed her the video of uh coach doby in the locker room uh, addressing her and introducing her and i and she saw for the really probably one of the first times she saw a woman in football gear just like you know her dad used to be and that was an unprompted question i got from wow, her that's she pretty asked powerful me, she asked me can girls play football too and I say, well, as a matter of fact, take a look at this. So it uh, shows you the impact yeah. of, uh, of such uh, an accomplishment. And on the same weekend, last weekend as well, uh, a woman named Lindsay Von Voorhees was the first woman to play NCAA football, not as a kicker. She was a safety for a Division Three team. And you go, all right, let's go. Football is for everybody, right? She's yoked up, too, I think. I think I saw it like the – Yes. She looks like – a football defensive back, without yes. without question. She could very yeah. well uh, physically fit into uh, the secondary. So any representatives of the Manitoba Fearless who want to scout Doug's daughter, uh, reach out to me. I will act as the intermediary, and we will make this uh, happen. Uh, on Twitter, at DT on OB, the Argos not playing Chad Kelly in tonight's game against the Bombers is 42% say smart, 27% say chicken, the chicken icon is cuter, so I'm going to go with chicken. It just, it feels so wrong. feels so wrong. We'll run that by uh, Ted Wyman coming up. We'll talk about consistency, and we'll have a, a little from Skylar Peters as well as we continue ahead of the Bombers and Argos kickoff about 50 minutes from now. I'm Skylar Peters. Coming up on the film room, the Bombers got away with one at BMO on this night. We relive the only regular season meeting between these two teams last year, and Boris Beattie's gift on the pregame show. You're listening to Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. Welcome to Building a Garage 101. The company you choose should visit your site, go over placement and approach, then check with the city about size, placement, and variances. And finally, provide a free detailed estimate. Excuse me? Just call JML Roofing and Renovations. They've been doing all of that for over 20 years. And JML doesn't just build a garage, they build your garage. JML works with you and your needs. You deserve the best. Call JML Roofing and Renovations and get your garage built. 668-1861. When it comes to collision work, no one takes the ball and runs with it like Vernas Auto Body. Hi, I'm Adam Bighill. And my buddies at Vernas are one of the few downtown shops that do collision work. Suspension work, oil changes, alignments, glass repair and replacement. Johnny and his special team tackle everything. So when you need to get your vehicle back in the game, see the winning team at Vernas Auto Body. Family owned and operated, top of the waterfront. You're part of the family at Vernas Auto Body. Call 982-4540. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with Pro Materials with Certainty Drywall. In fire resistant, water resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top quality insulation. 
ceiling systems, premium shingles, and siding. Do it right with professional-grade building materials from CertainTeed. Pro all the way. On October 3rd, the Manitoba Chambers of Commerce wants you to vote for prosperity. We believe the path to achieving greater prosperity is by growing the economy. Vote Prosperity provides a roadmap for Manitoba to strengthen its economic competitiveness and instill confidence in business, attract and retain talent, facilitate trade and reduce barriers, and build strong, resilient, and healthy communities. One province, four pillars, our Manitoba advantage. Visit voteprosperity.ca, authorized by the Manitoba Chambers of Commerce. Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. A big number for this game is six. The Argos clinched first place in the East Division with six games remaining in the season. That's the earliest I can find going back more than 30 years. Montreal, the Alouettes, they clinched with five games remaining in both 2009 and 2003. And the 1993 Bombers, they were home early, clinching with four games left. The Argos' next meaningful game will not be until November 11th, and their plan to rest up is already well underway. The 2001... 50 minutes to the pregame, to the uh, kickoff here. At IG Field, it's the Bombers and Argos. When did the 2003 Bombers play? 2001. 2001 Bombers. I'll have to go back and look. I went back 30 years, and Montreal in 09 and 03 clinched with five games to go. There was a Bomber team in there. The 93 Bombers clinched with four games to go. Uh, six is a is a fantastic, fantastic number. The pregame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center. Tackle all your at-home projects with Olympic Building Center. We're going to throw some of the texts at Ted Wyman and get his take right now. <clears throat> Before I get started on today's sermon entitled, What Ted Did. He is Ted Wyman of the Winnipeg Sun. You should read everything he does, and he joins us in every pregame show. From the text line, 204-780-6868, there is no doubt Ryan Dinwiddie is scared and doing everything he can to try to tilt this in their favor. Uh, just remember, Ryan Dinwiddie did not succeed in the peg. Someone says, stop whining about Chad Kelly. Get over it. All right. Uh, Larry says, need to start a chicken chant. <laughs> Larry, bring it on. Uh, Ted, your thoughts on the Bombers not bringing their MOP candidate quarterback to this game? Well, in a word, disappointing for me as a person who observes the CFL, and, and I know you as well, DT. We were looking forward to this game, right? Still are, of course, but we were looking forward particularly to seeing the two most outstanding, uh, the, the uh, two top most outstanding player candidates in the CFL, the two top teams in the CFL going head-to-head. -head. A lot of excitement about that, and I'm sorry no matter what happens here tonight, even if the Argos come out here and win, it still has taken some of the wind out of the sails of the anticipation for this game. And i got to say, though, you know, I had the long conversation with Ryan Dinwiddie yesterday, and I, w I went to the hotel to chat with him, and he's a very straightforward, honest man. And uh, I asked him straight out, why did you pick this game in particular? You've got five games left that you could sit Chad Kelly. Why are you going to sit him in this game? And his immediate answer was the crowd noise and the defensive line. And then he went on to explain that when they're trying to use a silent cadence, it's very difficult. And the Bombers, he just felt like this was the game 
that they that he would be most likely to get hurt in. And that's the reason why they didn't want to be having him in this game. Doug, it's his birthday, and he really wants to say something. So I better uh, let him do it. I just want to know, in your entire career, have you ever heard a coach identify and come that no. open about about no. why he's not, like, being no, afraid? I haven't, but I, I, I appreciated the honesty, to be totally honest. I mean, I, I thought... Wow, there's a really good answer because I know another coach that we all know know well would say something completely different. It would be a deflection of that. But question. you know why coaches would never say that? Because it reflects badly on their whole situation. Because they're essentially showing, telling their team that yeah, we're not necessarily equipped to handle this game, and so like that that's infuriating. I think as a player, but I, I don't know. I've, I've never heard anything like that before in all the years I've been surrounded by football. To Players don't. Uh, players and teams and football people don't admit they're afraid of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> especially he, other teams. Well, you know, and 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 he was went on. The, you know, there was more questions involved in this, and 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 he was also asked if it had anything to do with the fact that they might see Winnipeg in the Grey Cup, and Winnipeg has not really faced Chad Kelly very much. Maybe a few and minutes Chad in the Grey Cup last the year. Either. And and he admitted <laughs> that there's a chance that they, you know, they, that it might be to their advantage to keep him away from the Bombers seeing him now. So. If there's gamesmanship and there's honesty, and I agree with you, Doug, it's rare to hear a coach talk that way, but, you know, those are his explanations. You would think it would be more to Chad Kelly's advantage to play against the Bombers prior to potentially in the Grey Cup because he's the quarterback, right? Like, it's 12 guys on defense. They're running around. They're, they're flying around. They're just trying to kill you, right? It's There's only so much nuance to it. It's different when you're a quarterback back there. You might want to have some experience with those bullets flying around you to get an understanding of what you can get away with and what kind of tempo, what kind of speed yeah. it is. I think it's a bigger disadvantage to the Argos to not have expose them in this game as a year one starter for the Argonauts. It's bad for the league, too. Oh, oh it's terrible. It's, 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 it's terrible for the league. It's bad for broadcasts that yeah. want, to, want to celebrate. I mean, our, our priorities are very different from the team's priorities. For us, it's, it'd be a great story. Players getting injured can be a great story because it might give us new heroes. It might give us dramatic shifts. We have different priorities. Ours was, hey, this is the two best teams in a league. And me as a fan, I want to see the two best teams test themselves against each other because we only get so many of those meetings this year in a league where it's three teams and then six other teams. There's a massive chasm. So for me as a fan and as an observer, I, I'm robbed of an opportunity to see well, where do the Bombers stack up? How do the Bombers stack up against another elite team in the league? And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed by it. Is it different than the Bombers resting Zach Kalaros in week 20 last season? Is this decision wholly different than that one? Or is it the same? Is that the BC game? The BC game on the road, yeah. The Drew Brown started through the... I mean, that game meant something to BC, and it didn't mean anything to the Bombers. So there's there's a somewhat of a correlation there. But, yeah, they, they the Bombers did something similar in that way. But it was much closer to the end of the season. Like I, That's why I asked specifically of Ryan Didwitty that question. It's like, you've got five games left. Including why the road game. Why are you picking this one? And he, he also said that you know there was a lot of answers involved in here, but he also said that he wanted to play Chad in the home games for their multitude of fans that they get at that uh, beautiful stadium they have. In 100% Toronto. I get that, because they, if they can build crowds, play Kelly in home games. If you feel you have to sit them out, don't sit them out for home games. If you want to deal with deafening crowds and intimidating defensive lines, you go to Sask in week 20. Yeah. That's, I mean, Sask might be fighting for a playoff spot if things 
don't go well for them between now and then. And that could be deafeningly loud. It's an interesting point, because, and it goes to what Doug was saying. If, they, if he's worried about how they handle the silent cadence, this is the only opportunity they're going to get this year to have that situation, really. I mean, that's a real good point. You know, they're not playing, they're not playing the, the top teams in the West because of the schedule, which is a whole other matter. Personally, I, I think that they have to get back to a balanced schedule, and Ryan did when he agreed with me, and I wrote about that as well. But, I mean, I, I, you know, I just think this whole thing would be moot if you actually had a situation where Winnipeg and Toronto played twice this year, and certainly they should have played earlier in the season, being the Grey Cup combatants from last year. Missed opportunities by the CFL, and they've made their own bed, and here's where they sit in a situation where it's a really big game, and one of them is treating it like a meaningless game. Someone on Twitter suggested, how about the Grey Cup teams play each other on Canada Day? Amazing. I'll take it. Just make sure that the two Grey Cup teams play each other twice. Uh, just to put a wrap on this part of it, uh, the decision to leave them at home is from our poll, safe, smart, chicken, or embarrassing? Where do you go? Well, I'm not going to say number three. I'll go with safe. Okay. Okay, but you didn't say smart. You chose safe. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll infer, I'll infer from you a, a little bit. No, I think it is smart, but but everything he said, he's playing it safe. I think that's exactly what they're doing. He's yeah. saying that the crowd noise and the defensive line have a chance to injure my players, so I'm going to play it safe and keep them out. So hopefully, my players are never in a game where that's a factor, because otherwise we'll be ill-equipped. We just oh, it's going to be sold out. Their d- defensive line's good. Well, we're not playing in that game. Like what? Like attack your attack your weaknesses. Like oh, just I, it makes me ugh, just uh it's such a bad taste in my mouth hearing a head coach just speak like that it's just it's the antithesis of everything you want from your leadership of your of, of your football team and feel feel think how great in the stories we will write when the bombers beat the argos in the gray cup we're going to tell great <laughs> stories uh, about that uh speaking of great you had an interview with drew Wallatarski. uh this was a quote i pulled out from from your story in the winnipeg sun Drew said to you, we've had some internal looks at ourselves this week, conversations with each other, and we're all recommitted to what we want to accomplish here. There are, Drew is saying, we, we've, we've been thinking about that loss to Hamilton and what, what's, what's up with us. Bigger picture than that even. They have now admitted that they've been an inconsistent football team this year, which is something you wouldn't have said last year. They were not an inconsistent football team last year. They were a steamrolling football team last year that lost a couple of games, you know, towards the end of the season that weren't as meaningful. They were a, um, you know, they and they lost the Grey Cup when, you know, by one point. They, Other than that, they honestly were this great steamrolling team. This year, it's been different. You know, there's been that letdown in Ottawa where Ottawa came back and won. There's losing to Jake Dolagala and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Labor Day Classic, and there's losing to Taylor Powell in Hamilton. They don't think they should have lost those games. They think they gave those games away. And Mike O'Shea talked about consistency being an issue, and a lot of the players, Jackson Jeffcoat mentioned it to me as well, Drew Wallatarski, it's obvious they've talked about this. So I actually made the point of asking people, well, what does consistency look like for you? And Everybody went to the mental side of the game. It's like we know we're talented, we know we're prepared, we know we're physically strong enough to go up against all these teams, but there's some kind of dip in focus or something going on that is surprising them. They don't expect this to happen, and then it just seems to be coming to the fore in games, and and they want to get rid of that, and then obviously they want to get rid of that right now with these huge games here, BC, two more down the stretch, and, and the playoffs. I don't know if it's a thing. I can't say conclusively it's a thing, but 
we talked about it after the Hamilton game. For the last five bye weeks, they've lost the game going into it. I don't know if it's a thing, but the coaching staff to me has, guys, is this a thing? We need to look at if this is, in fact, the thing. Because O'Shea will say, no, it's nothing. I don't believe it. there's anything there. But four of the last five against teams that you should not lose to. Montreal last season, I, I almost understand, right? Weird things happen in the kicking game, and Montreal played tough. Hamilton last year, Hamilton this year. Edmund. Especially coming off those blowouts in the in the Banjo Bowl, where in both cases we said that's the best we've ever seen these guys play. Yeah, and then you go out the next week and they're just kind of average. It's like, what, why is that happening? And Drew Olatarski, you know, really insightful guy. This is the second week in a row where I had this kind of conversation with him. He talked about those peaks and valleys before the Hamilton game, and he said to me, "We have to make sure that we're not taking a rest before." the bye week starts so he knew about it you know they know about it they've talked about it and yet it still happened i don't know that they played that horribly in hamilton tiger cats played well they've had a lot of trouble winning there over the years for whatever reason but again you know they're way up at the top when they're playing saskatchewan and they're just kind of a middling average team when they played hamilton it's just you know there's there is a bit of a roller coaster ride going on. So strange. So very strange. Uh, Ted Wyman will, uh, I assume you're writing up this game. You didn't just come for, the, for Doug Brown's cake. Well, I got some cake from Doug Brown, which <laughs> I'm very go. pleased about. Uh, you should read everything Ted Wyman writes. Thank you, brother. He's with us in every pregame show. Appreciate you. Great to see you. Happy birthday, Doug, and Thanks, have a great buddy. show, guys. The injury report now. It's for Dr. J's new men's sexual health clinic. Need to perform better in the bedroom? See the top-rated doctor on Google. Visit Dr. J at Buena Fe Clinic. Dot com. There are seven players on the six-game injured list. From what we saw at practice this week, Janarian Grant will not be on there much longer. He was doing some short area work. He was doing some full sprint work, field and back. It might not be against BC next week, but Janarian Grant is on his way back, and a needed boost to the Bombers' return game is certainly on the way it's the injury report it's for dr j's new men's sexual health clinic need to perform better in the bedroom see the top rated doctor on google visit dr j at buenafeclinic.com by now you've likely heard every detail about the last time these two teams faced off and for bomber fans the last quarter or so of which is incredibly excruciating so today in the film room skylar peters went back one game further taking us back to an early season thriller that set the table for Grey Cup 109 four and a half months earlier. I'm Skylar Peters. Welcome into the film room. When these two teams match up, it's quickly become appointment viewing. The meetings, though, few and far between but lately they've all been high stakes and highly anticipated after just three weeks of play in the 2022 cfl regular season we had no way of knowing the toronto argonauts would rise to the top of the cfl's east division themselves off to a one and one start everyone knew what the winnipeg blue bombers were bringing to the table aiming for their third straight gray cup and the odds on favorite to do so but even though we had no way of knowing this would be a Grey Cup preview, the chance for Andrew Harris, who traded blue and gold for double blue that winter, to suit up against his hometown team for the first time, had enough people fired up for this one. July 4th, 2022, BMO Field in Toronto, Ontario, 
This one got started with a bang. Wilson blitzing, throwing wide to Banks again. Undercut and Rose has it. 40, 35, Winston Rose is going to stroll into the end zone. Welcome to the field side, Winston Rose. Touchdown. Brandon Banks had built a reputation for being quick, but on that one, Rose was quicker, jumping the route and taking it untouched 46 yards to the house. Bethel Thompson would be picked off again by the Bombers, this time Nick Taylor and Winnipeg would soon double down. On second and 10, buys some time, throws it up, and it's complete for the touchdown! Wolitarski. It is Wolitarski caught it at the two, turned around and dove into the end zone for the touchdown. And if you think Drew Wolitarski wasn't fired up for that one. Fearless. Drew's fearless. He made a great catch. Uh, uh, he made a guy miss or you know, fought a guy off. And, you know, when he's around the end zone, he's going to score. The Bombers would extend their lead to 17-0 shortly after, but as we've come to find out between these two teams, no advantage is safe when it comes to the Argos playing from behind. Boris Beattie would get three points back before half, and at the outset of the third quarter, some life injected into the home crowd. Picked up this time, McLeod Bethel Thompson going deep. He's got Banks, but Houston steps in front of it. What? And Banks has the ball for the touchdown. I thought that was an interception. How did Banks get the ball? We need to see this on a replay. It's an Argos touchdown to make it 17-9. to Speedy B showing off some strength instead, wrestling the ball away from Houston as the two fell to the ground. But it took a while for this one to stand up as the league instituted an official review. I was going to challenge down by contact, but uh, they had looked at it, so there was no point. I specifically asked if they had looked at that aspect because there's so many aspects on that play. There's so many things going on that they have to look at. Sometimes you'd hate to hear that they missed one of the aspects. So once they confirmed that they did look at down by contact, they said the ball was loose. All of a sudden, it's a one-score game. Two more pairs of field goals traded, and now deep into the fourth quarter, the Argos marching down 23-16. The Bombers just a half minute away from victory. The Argos on their first of three tries to score from the two-yard line. To the right, dumps it off to the end zone. And flipping into the end zone is Markeith Ambles. The touchdown with 25 seconds to go. It's Winnipeg 23 and the Argos 22. All of a sudden, this one destined for overtime. The, time of the game, Boris Beattie. Or so we thought. All of that second half momentum by Toronto squirreled away off the foot of Beattie on a dead left shank. I remember heading into the kitchen to grab another bevy before OT. That never happened. Still had the drink, though. And everyone in the Bomber locker room minutes later knew they got away with one. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't pretty, but, it, you know, we got the job done. You know, you know a win's a win. Uh, always things to learn from here. Well, I think the percentage was higher than 90, but, um, you know, from a quality kicker like BD, you definitely don't expect it. But, you know, those things happen. That's why you got to line up and play every play and um, can't take anything for granted. Hey, two points. Let's get out of here before they change the score. Most of the big moments in this game played out with the Bombers on defense. And clearly, Ryan Dinwiddie hasn't forgotten, saying the Bombers' D-line is a big reason why Chad Kelly won't be playing tonight in Winnipeg. It was that style of game that Adam Big Hill cherishes. I mean, they ran the ball a lot, which is, you know, um, you know, not necessarily what Toronto's been known for in the past, but, I mean, Andrew there, I mean, things have changed a bit. So, 
it was action-packed. I mean, uh, a, a lot of things to do, a lot of things to see, and, and a lot of people to hit. And the guys on the other side of the ball were ready to give props to the defense. It's a good feeling. The defense was unbelievable, causing a lot of turnovers. Um, you know, Legs did a great job in the kicking game. And, uh, you know, offensively, we had to, we just had to continue to get better, uh, stay on the football field, uh, execute better on first down, convert on second down, and score more touchdowns. The stat sheet might not have showed it as much as the eye test did, but it was another gem of a game from Adam Big Hill. So no surprise, this former linebacker was giving Biggie his flowers after the game, even though Mike O'Shea says there are some fundamental differences in the way those two play. I don't think I ever <laughs> won a pass rush in, in any of my days. The Bombers came off that win with a short week ahead and a big matchup with the BC Lions looming. And that's exactly what awaits them next week, too. They've been building this uh, up for a number of years, right? This isn't like the first time that we're facing something like this. So um, I believe we'll be, we'll be rolling. So while we will absolutely not overlook the next 60 minutes of football about to play out here in Winnipeg, I offer you that from O'Shea from 14 months ago. Clearly, it still applies today. Now it's time to get rolling. In front of 33,000 at IG Field, and a cast of thousands here on 680 CJOB. Skylar Peters with another tremendous edition of the film room. If you've got a favorite play, email Skylar, S-K-Y-L-A-R at CJOB.com, and you might hear it in a future Bombers broadcast. 6.39, we're about 30 minutes to kick off. Greg Mackling joins us next. We'll have Doug Brown's keys to the game as well. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber football on 680 CJOB. Mike Chud can't throw a touchdown. Mike Chud can't kick a field goal. The only tackle Mike Chud can handle involves fishing. What can Mike Chud do for you? Sell you a vehicle you'll love. I'm Mike Chud. If you're looking to buy a Chrysler, Ram, Jeep, ATV, boat, motorbike, or camper, come visit Chud's Chrysler and Power Sports. We even have Mahindra tractors. Mike Chud, he's the goat of Power Sports and the MVP of Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep. For superior customer service, take the beautiful drive to Gimli. It'll be a game changer. If you got pain in your... <coughs> do you go to just anybody? Or do you want to take your... <coughs> to the best yeah you go with the top guy like dr jay buenafe he is one of the top rated doctors on rate md approximately one in ten men suffer from a condition called peyronie's disease it can cause pain and discomfort learn how dr jay buenafe can help book your confidential visit at buenafeclinic.com at Honda, we can't wait to, to tell you that the all-new 2024 CRV EXL Hybrid has arrived. Right, but I was going to tell about them about amazing features like all-wheel drive and a power moonroof. Well, actually, that it comes with a two-motor hybrid powertrain. Just wait, I was going to tell them that it's in stock today, so so you don't have to wait. Yes, get your well-equipped 2024 CRV EXL Hybrid now with a $750 loyalty bonus for qualified Honda owners. CRVs are in stock today. Visit Harvest Honda in Steinbeck for details. Waiting is overrated. Sounds of the game, brought to you by PlayNow.com. Rosen is picked off immediately, taken away, and to the end zone. It's oh. absolutely blasted. Relaxing in the end zone with his second touchdown of the game. Bet on blue at PlayNow.com. Enjoy responsibly. Want fresh quality groceries at Freshco prices? At Freshco, our fresh produce and meat, including halal, are always fresh and affordable, so you don't have to pay more. Take $10 off your bill with only 1,000 scene plus points. Freshco, lowering food prices guaranteed. See flyer for details. Bomber fans, we are 30 minutes away from kickoff on the radio home of the Bombers, 680 CJOB. 
Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. 25 minutes to kick off. First place in the West, first place in the East, meeting at IG Field. It's the Bombers and Argos coming up. Argos, of course, a reduced squad for this game. They brought Chad Kelly, their MOP quarterback, but he will not play, barring some natural disaster. Multiple defensive players being uh, left off the roster as well as the Argos taking advantage of that thing where they've clinched first place already. I'd like to say that I'm expecting to hear a We Want Kelly chant at some, hopefully in the fourth quarter, if we hear a We Want Kelly chant, we know things have gone well in this game. Is that after the chicken chant? Or? Well, yeah. And there we go. And Whatever yeah. leads up to that. There you Who's go. your Zipper. quarterback? <laughs> don't forget today's game brought don't to you by... S- how about don't be scared? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't forget today's game brought to you by playnow.com. Bet on Manitoba. Greg Mackling from the start joins us. Mm-hmm. The Argos not playing Chad Kelly. Tonight's game versus the Bombers is safe, embarrassing, smart, or chicken or embarrassingly chicken well if you combine smart and chicken you get those chickens at the at the exhibition that play tic-tac-toe oh okay but that's as far as i got with the analogy so i'm going with embarrassing but it's uh, this is on the cfl make your case there's no way we should have been waiting 313 days for a gray cup rematch and you can talk all you want about balanced schedule, unbalanced schedule. If this, these two teams were only going to play each other once, why wasn't it in week one? Why wasn't it in week two? If you're going to justify and, and say, yeah, the nuance of the schedule, we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that, fine. But you still blew it by waiting 313 days for this rematch. Toronto Argonauts, I agree with Mike O'Shea. They have... They have earned this right to do what they're doing. I agree with Doug Brown. Doing it for the reasons they're saying they're doing it is absolutely ludicrous. You don't want your leaders saying this unless behind closed doors, okay, this is what I'm going to tell them, and we're all in on the joke, okay? Try not to laugh when I say this. Like, like he's lying about something. I hope to God this is what he's lying about. But you made a good point off air. It's so ludicrous that you almost have to believe it. Yeah, when when Ryan did when he would ask why he's not playing Chad Kelly, he said the Bombers defensive line, the the Bombers crowd and their defensive line. Come come on. Which which it's so dumb it has to be true. Which when if the Bombers and Argos are both in the Grey Cup and it's the coach's press conference, I'm going to get to the microphone first and say, oh, are you thinking about keeping Chad Kelly out of this game because of the Bombers' defensive line? Yeah, well, the I argument, just want to do that. Yeah, well, and I want to wh- do that so bad I can taste it. Why wouldn't you? And, you know, I apologize for getting really worked up, but this is this is ridiculous. We've waited this long for this rematch. So Agreed. We can get as mad as we want at Ryan Dinwiddie. We can get as mad as we want with the idea that the Argos are home and cooled one-third into the season. But the CFL blew this. Marquee matchups are what pro sports are all about. All the other leagues are outstanding at highlighting their marquee matchups. And the CFL is going out of their way to not have one and to ensure that wow. they don't have one. I mean, we're going to have one next week. But you had an opportunity to have one two weeks on a row on Friday Night Football, their marquee television broadcast. And because of the approach that they've taken, 
they blew it. I think you're ignoring the heat around the fourth Argos Ticats matchup last week. <laughs> and we all remember how that game ended. No, you might remember. <laughs> I don't. Not even. No uh, idea they even played. The keys to the game is brought to you by CG Open Road Outlet, Power Sports, Campers, Boats, Premium Use Vehicles, and more. Visit openroadoutlet.ca. Doug Brown, your keys to the game, sir. Uh, this version of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they are like a reality TV show. Without the drama... It's not any good, right? So, But I think this game has their attention, so that'll be the first uh, key. They play very well when they're engaged and someone grabs their attention by the noise that precedes it. Uh, number two, Ryan Dimwitty obviously mentioned his concerns about the noise and the defense, so I think that should definitely be a key to this game. It's going to be loud as anything out here tonight, and uh, hopefully that inspires the defensive line. Uh, to do my point number three, which I will uh, repeat and reiterate, I hope they hit Cameron Duke so hard that Chad Kelly feels it on the bench. Okay, so a little bit of a foreshadowing for what is to come, hopefully in the playoffs, if these two teams are fortunate to meet uh, again this year. Uh, Doug's keys to the game for CG Open Road Outlet, Power Sports, Campers, Boats, Premium Use Vehicles, and more. Visit OpenRoadOutlet.ca. At DT on OB was the post. Most of you say smart decision uh safe decision to keep chad kelly out but there's a quarter of you who are on the chicken train and uh we appreciate you going with the gag with us here in the pregame show still to come uh, greg mackling will slide into the big seat christian amel will have a little pregame interview with rashid bailey and we will have best versus best ish coming up at the top of the clock the argos are best ish the bombers the best in the West. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The moment you propose to her is special. It's your chance to say, I love you and can't wait to spend my life with you. Let Namath Diamonds help create an experience you'll both cherish forever. I'm Joe Namath from Namath Diamonds, and we can help you find the diamond engagement ring she's been dreaming of. Come see us Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Nameth Diamonds in Southdale Square. Well, you love great windows, pioneers. Cause you'll get some great service because they're made right here. The technology's ours, but the savings are yours. Pioneer window and door. And you'll find lots of options. See the store. When you touch, touch and feel them. Just explore with the warranty that gives so much more. Pioneer Window and Door. Save with PioneerWindowAndDoor.com. Seem like your friends are always camping? Think you're missing out on all the fun? Well, you probably are. Adam Big Hill here for my friends at CG Open Road Outlet. Make this the year you commit to camping. Shop 300 campers in stock or hit the trail on ATVs by CF Moto and Argo. When you go to CG Open Road Outlet, you know you'll always get low rates and no payment for 90 days. Stop missing out on all the fun. Visit CG Open Road Outlet in Winnipeg, Steinbeck, or openroadoutlet.ca. This September, kids eat free at Boston Pizza. That's right, kids get an entree, dessert, drink, and activity pack for free. And kids love eating Boston Pizza. And parents love that kids love eating Boston Pizza because they save money. And kids love that parents love that kids love eating Boston Pizza because they get to go to Boston Pizza more often. And parents love that kids love that parents love that, well, you get the idea. Kids eat free with minimum purchase all September long at Boston Pizza. Dine-in only, conditions apply. Hurry in. 
Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. The pregame show is brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence. Hey, Bomber fans, I'm Marissa Turton. Did you know Theodric Hansen is returning to the playing field after nearly 390 days? Hansen, a 30-year-old defensive end from Germany, is back after he ruptured his Achilles tendon during the 2022 Labor Day Classic game in Regina. His journey to Winnipeg started in 2019 after being selected second overall in the first-ever European CFL draft. In that first year and in 2021, he was steady in the defensive end rotation and on special teams. Hansen is one of six global players listed on the entire Blue Bombers roster. We are about 17 minutes to kick off from IG Field. Greg Mackling along with Christian Almel, who's down at field level. I am in the pregame tailgate area where it's starting to thin out. Lots of orange in the crowd and, of course, signature blue and gold tonight for this sold-out matchup between the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Toronto Argonauts. And Christian, I don't want to bash the CFL tonight, but this should have been a night for this league to feature a marquee matchup. And I suppose the fact that this is September 29th and August or July, instead of August, July, or maybe even June 29th is part of the problem here in my mind that the CFL didn't make sure that this matchup, if the two teams that were in last year's Grey Cup weren't going to play each other more than once, that that game takes place earlier in the season. Your take on this? Well, I've said it on my show a couple times this week already, complaining that, yes, the CFL blew it. I said those words, and I'll say them again. I understand that it's kind of unprecedented to have a team have everything wrapped up so early in a season, but for the second straight year, these two teams were only scheduled to play once, which in and of itself is is t- too bad. We can go over the merits of having everyone play everyone twice, um, but to have this game now, you bring into the possibility that, yeah, that might not matter as much, but if you are to defend the CFL, you say, hey, we expected both these two teams to be at the top of their divisions, to be fighting for home field, and to have it in late September, you'd think, all right, this is a great test, not too far from the playoffs. But if I, I, I think you could have had them play twice. Play them in week three, or heck, even week one, but teams are you know not usually at their best week one. It, it does definitely take a little bit of the, the fun out of this tonight. I think if you're a Bomber fan... It's now more winnable, and you need to win all the games to make sure you're number one in the West. But you wanted to take on the team at full strength, the team that beat your team in the Grey Cup in November. And it's just a bit of a buzzkill going into this one. Yeah, and you know, I will. It was at Herm Edwards that says you play to win the game. Well, I'll send send a shout-out to my co-host on the start, uh, Loren McNabb, who said, well, Shouldn't you be jumping up and down, Mackling? Uh, the Bombers have a much better chance of winning the game tomorrow night when we had this discussion yesterday morning. And, of course, Loren makes a great point. If the point of the game is to win the game, then the Blue Bombers should be in a much better position to win tonight with the lineup that Toronto is fielding than if they were fielding our, quote-unquote, preferred lineup. No doubt. And the, the line reflects that, right? The Bombers were short favorites, and then the news about Chad Kelly comes out and moves to seven, now seven and a half the last couple of days. So it implies that 
Vegas thinks Winnipeg is very much going to win this game by a decent amount. And that makes sense. The Bombers are at full strength. They're coming off a bye. We know how good they've been off buys for years now. Part of that is because all their buy after buys, they seem to be at home every time and that they're very good at this building. But the Argonauts, it's not just that they're resting, guys. What is their motivation tonight? They have everything wrapped up. They are first. They are competitors. I understand that. And if they take the field, they're going to not roll over. But they don't need to win this game. Winnipeg does. And I'm sure Rick Campbell isn't maybe the most thrilled that Toronto is not playing Chad Kelly and Winton McManus and Jamal Peters tonight. But their focus is on the playoffs. And that makes sense. We've seen the Bombers get way ahead and rest guys early, too. Not obviously this early. But in the 2021 season, the season was just shorter, right? And last yep. year, BC had a, a good record, too. So it does suck a bit, I guess. But at the end of the day, as Loren and Herm have said, you play to win the game. Yeah, well, uh, you know, the Argos have earned this right to do what they want with their roster Absolutely. in this game tonight. One of the Blue Bombers that uh, that will be looking to make mincemeat of that Toronto defense uh, who are who are also sitting some of their star players is is receiver Rashid Bailey Christian yes and uh, Jamal Peters is at the top of the list of guys that you're afraid of I think if you're going up against this secondary of the Toronto Argonauts he's had a great season so far this year he's one up there with the interceptions and I had the chance to talk to Rashid about tonight's matchup a few minutes ago how you feeling Rashid after the bye week the reset feeling good not about me it's about the team i feel like the energy is where it needs to be going you know into this this game um the fans know what's at stake the league knows what's at stake and we ready any thought of the revenge for the gray cup or is that out in your mind no no revenge man we just need to be better um it's not about them it's not about the revenge it's not about the gray cup that was last year it's a new team new era it's time to go win this one what's the key tonight against a team that's rested a few guys Stay disciplined, do what we do. Um, stick to the game plan, be humble, communicate, and love on each other. Well, good luck tonight. Thank you. That's Rasheed Bailey, Bailey Greg. Uh, uh, Rasheed, who, who comes back from a really solid season last year. We didn't think he'd be able to come back here. We didn't think there would be room in the cap to get him back. 37 catches for 335 yards and three touchdowns. Targets are way down from last year. I think partially that's the Kenny Lawler effect, right? Sure. And, uh, you know, Bailey, they've been trying to get the ball into Rasheed Bailey's hands other ways. He's got some uh, rushes and some rushing yardage. And, yeah, 12 and for 87, which are both career highs. Right, so that, that there, there are ways to get Rasheed Bailey the ball. So many weapons on this Blue Bomber offense. Christian, we look forward to your sideline reporting throughout the game. You're, and, of course, uh, we'll speak with you in the post-game show. That's it for the pre-game show. Doug Brown, Derek Taylor, the voice of your Winnipeg Blue Bombers, standing by to bring you all the action from IG Field. It's a sold-out IG Field tonight. Blue Bombers, Argos, just ahead. You're listening to Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football on 680 CJOB. You've been listening to the pregame show brought to you by Olympic Building Center, where you build with confidence on 680 CJOB.